Welcome to the Gaslighter Podcast, where I never said that, you're crazy, and you always do this. I'm your host, Jake Rivard. No, you're not. (laughs) You always do this. Oh, God. Joining me today are Maddie and Tom, and this is going to be an episode. Yeah, (laughs) I suppose it is. So, we've all been pretty busy lately. We had Maddie on LTIR. <laughs> yeah. Maddie, you want to give our followers a little no. overview? No. 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 <laughs> but we had to take Maddie off of injured reserve. We had Adri as an emergency call-up, and we had to send her back down to Grand Rapids. So, Adri, if you're listening to this, uh, we have some news for you. <laughs> anyway. Love you. We got back a to lot. the minors. We, love you. we got a lot to cover today. So, we're going to get started pretty quick. First, we're going to talk about something that has been very popular on the Red Wings Twitter sphere. Retiring number 91, Sergei Fedorov. I always want to talk about Fedorov. That you do. <laughs> who's who's uh, Sergei Fedorov again? Yeah, who's that? Know. He's some guy. Um, He's just a dude. Just so a Russian. He played hacker. for uh, Columbus. A Russian hacker. He played for Columbus, didn't he? He's a Ew. Washington Capitals legend. Ew. But okay, yeah. a lot of people want his number retired. Including me. Including me as well. Literally, I think every single person who is a Red Wings fan, besides like a couple boomers, want this. I think yeah, the boomers especially want this. The Minus pop- Marian Illich. Yeah. The big problem is, I think she might even be silent generation. She's old, old. Oh, multiple yeah, you're front, right. Multiple front office figures. In multiple interviews across several forms of media, we're talking podcast, TV, radio, you name it. Have she said was that, never on a podcast. Well, she wasn't. I'm saying multiple front office figures, like oh. people who work in the front office, yeah. said it's not going to happen until Marion Illich dies because she's still pissed that he signed an offer sheet and moved on. Which I'm oh. like, I you know, on one hand, I get it because I also get hung up on things that happened to me like many, many years ago. But on the other, like... <laughs> Bro, it's it's a it's a number hanging in rafters, you know. It's it's more than that. Yeah, it really is more than that. I mean, but you're you remembering know. this guy for the rest of your franchise right, forever, right. So, and then we're so such it's a, historic a huge team. honor. Yeah, and he's he's like goat status. I mean, you could say he's the Goated. best Russian player of all time. You could, if you yeah, don't you like could. Ovi, if you're not right. not a big fan of Ovi, then you know you could say Fedorov is the guy because he's great. He was great defensively. He was great offensively. Mm-hmm. He. Just every single facet we're, of this game was perfect. We're not going to talk about Pavel Bure. We're just Pavel Bure is pretty good too, but yeah, pretty good. Yeah, you know, <laughs> played played for Florida. Like, Listen, how good can you be if you played for Florida? I'm a Fedorov stan, but Bure was uh, sick. Are you are you saying sick? Or are you saying like sick? Um, <laughs> yeah, <'Cause, laughs> that's not an answer. Because I, I think Sergey's a little more my type. He's a little more like twink looking. <laughs> wait can i i don't know if this is allowed to go on the podcast but i heard that word is a slur is this true it is not a slur you can say twink all you want as a member of the queer community that's why i, I asked because permission. i know you have credentials i mean i personally i got the, I got the f pass but i got the c pass mm, which one's that i was yeah, about to say so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i was like wait i don't want to get canceled on, yeah, i'm not allowed to say anything podcast. so i'm just yeah tom shut the silent. fuck up tom <laughs> anyway there are some people that 
constantly, constantly are like, we need to retire 91. We need to retire 91. Yeah, we get it. We get it. I, yeah. I need to be Let a millionaire. Them. Let like, them. I don't know why this bothers you. Let everybody want to retire his number. It bothers me the same way that people who say like, let people enjoy things. Yeah, me. let like, people, let people well, enjoy things. You want to know something? I enjoy being a hater. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if there's one thing we fucking know about you, Jake, it's you enjoy being a hater. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, everybody wants it. And it's like at this point so ridiculous that his number isn't retired yeah. that it's just it's like firing Alavila and I know I keep bring, Fire talk, talk about being a hater. <laughs> I am yeah. I hate no, let me I I was going to say I hate Alavila. I don't hate him. I hate that he is in the position that he's in mm-hmm. now and that he's still there. It's like everybody knows that he has no business being there and we want him gone. Same thing about 91, but opposite. So everybody wants 91 retired. Just let them let, – do you get mad at people for saying fire Avila? Oh, no, that's totally no. justified. But why? Me, What's the difference? Okay, then why do you get mad about people yeah. because I think retire that, 91? Because I think that there is a certain timeline with Sergey's number oh, yeah. where you have to wait until somebody croaks. Then you can start beating the dead horse. I mean, you can well, drum I up the support as time goes me. on, but I don't Maybe. want you like in the replies of every Wings tweet trying to hawk your merch, you know, trying to sell t-shirts that oh. say retire 91 on it. Oh. Like, you know, if you're just using this for, like, if you're using it, you genuinely do support retiring 91. That's awesome. Please do it. But if you're trying to do it for clout or merch and to, like, make money off of it, like, you're kind of a scumbag. Okay. Like, ne- I don't know next about week, that. Not a scumbag, but, like, a grifter. 313 Hockey, retire 91 merch. <laughs> we're going to make <laughs> retire 91. On bubble. Yeah, we're going to make yeah, retire 91 more shirts, and they're going to have fucking Tyler Sagan's number on it. Or, like, oh. John Tavares. Please shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude. No, wait. What if Alavila also won't be fired? Wait, well, Sagan, Sagan did play for the Plymouth <laughs> Whalers, though. So we could do a Plymouth Whalers shirt with retirement. Oh, that would be funny. That would actually be really That would be fire. Get on that, Tom. I'll work on it. I with Yeah. The all right, cool. So we're all in favor, though. Let's, let, we, need, we want to retire Sergey Federov's number. That's an yeah. agreement, right? Yeah. No. No, no, I just want to. <laughs> I just want to disagree with you. You just want discourse. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't think he was that good, and uh, dude, he doesn't deserve to get his dude, what? What? There was this guy. I I said that Vlad Konstantinov was probably the most overrated you mean player. Konstantinov. Konstantinov, yeah, was probably the most underrated player in the NHL. And yeah. he's this guy's a Wings fan, and mm-hmm. he goes, "Oh, because he was injured, that means he's overrated. Because you <gasps> never know what he can be." No. Well. <laughs> This is also no, the guy. Even I during thought about his playing that for a time, sec. he was even during his yeah. playing time, he was underrated. He was insane. Yeah. Like I, this guy, by the way, is the same guy who said Logan Malu is totally okay and did nothing wrong. Oh, no, Tony, they, the that Montreal was going to be really good if they signed Tony D'Angelo. Oh, no, you know, no, like that no, that sweetie. kind of guy. Sweetie. Oh, okay. well, next up on our list, John Klingberg. We did a whole segment on. How a are you going to move from Federoff to? Fucking Klinberg. Going from one legend to the next. <laughs> some dude. The Swedish Federal. No. No. No, he's Shut just some your guy. mouth. No. Anyway. No, he's, he's good. He's not that good. No, he's, All right. he's dog shit. Klinberg totally went to compared. Anaheim. That happened when I was off the grid. And I'm like, okay, that's one year, seven million. I feel like I, like as a Wings fan, I would not have sign this con like i wouldn't have been happy about this contract if it really? were the tr- yeah i would I have wanted it yeah why yeah i want i, I don't want that contract <laughs> i don't like oh, there's nothing 
I was just gonna say like there's nothing about his game and like what he would bring to the team that I think like what is a one-year seven million contract gonna do in terms of like the strategy of what the wings are doing right now I just don't feel like it would have been well the way the way I looked at it is like it's kind of a low risk high reward deal if he winds Mm -hmm. up panning out and like totally upshores their power play he'd be a great mentor for guys like cider edvinson who are going to learn how to work the power play right and if he winds up like sucking you can trade him during the trade deadline with 50 percent salary retained and any team in the nhl is going to want that like power play specialist for three and a half million yeah okay but you know how spot on a on a poor defense you trade him and actually sell like you know like if nick letty contract if nick letty can get a second and two players Imagine what Klingberg could have gotten. Oh, yeah. It's super optimistic, though, to think that he would transform our power play. Like, I feel like there's a lot more. I mean, obviously, we have all those new signings and trades that we did. Also, I wanted to say, uh, you know, going back to my comments about not being like, I would have not been upset if we signed him, but I like I wasn't super excited either. But I actually listened to that more at Cider. I don't know if you guys saw that. He did an interview in German. I listened to it yesterday, and he talked a lot about how like having the older guys in the locker room were a really great like molding tool for That's him. Awesome. Yeah, and he talks specifically about Nick Letty. Like that was the first name that he brought up. He said Nick was such a like good inspiration to him, and like would always help him. And he also talks about Gagne too, Stahl, all those guys. I know. So in that sense, now I think like, and especially because we have so many young guys, it it would be good to have like a more veteran presence. But yeah, and I mean, Sherrod that, that could actually. Too. Yeah, and especially having Chariot. a better presence that could impact the game as well is yeah what I think would be more important than like just having veteran presence because I mean Osterman well that goes without saying twenty nine twenty eight yeah he's yeah so on the outside I mean, he's a veteran right now yeah yeah <laughs> and outside looking in I mean having a veteran that actually impacts your game is going to be more important for those young players to develop at the time that the Letty trade went down I actually I hated it. Like, I thought it was a really stupid trade that just didn't make sense. It was, like, a massive overpayment. But now that you mentioned that, Maddie, it helps me to, like, cope with it more. And also, like, the return of Wallman and Sunquist and that second-round pick. So you recoup your assets and then some. Like, I thought that yeah. was pretty good. Yeah, I agree. And remember that one game that Nick Letty was really good? Yeah. <laughs> right it's- before the trade deadline. <laughs> Isn't it crazy how some players just do amazing on contract years and like right before the trade deadline? Like, I don't know. It's kind of like they're playing for something. It's like right. a phenomenon. Speaking of phenomenons, we're going to talk about the weird shit that happened with the Atlantic division today. A lot has changed. Like a lot. Like NBA level a lot, which is pretty cool. I kind of like those like weird, wacky NBA trades that happen that just totally change the face of the league. In this case, we're going to be going over every single team, including the one that I am talking about. And we're going to talk about who came in, who left, and our thoughts on how they turned out. All right. I'm going to pick Florida because I'm most partial to them. As like I've mentioned, I grew up really close to where they play. I've been to hundreds of Panthers games and they're like, they've been my second team since I lived there. Jake, I know you're more critical of them but okay let's talk about first mm. of all let's just talk about what they did yes i'm gonna start with kachuk really surprising they also picked up nick cousins mark stall so i think that's a really good mix of pickups they lost though 
Jonathan Huberdeau, which I fucking love that guy. Um, they, he was a really, really important piece of the team. And I know Panthers fans are really hurting. Mackenzie Weger, Jonathan Marshmallow, Ben Sherratt, and Claude Giroux. They made a lot of fucking moves. So <laughs> this is going to change the entire dynamic of their team. And they lost some of their most important players as well as some you know, lots of, but, you know, we talked about veteran players. They lost Claude Drew, who was there for like a second. We still Ben Chirot, which all of you are so happy about. Uh, I love Ben Chirot. I don't even care. He hasn't even played a game and I'm, a, I'm already. A I thought fan. you were a hater. No, I'm a lover. I think he's going to, I think that that deal Didn't is going to look s- better. Initially, I was like, okay, wow, this is an overpayment. And the more I think right. about it, the more I'm like, the cap is going up. There's going to be yeah. a lot okay. less room for error. And he's got that dog in him shut the fuck up jake (laughs) no but for real he do he do have that dog in him for real and full disclosure i did bet i'm i'm a notorious sports better i did bet for the panthers to win the cup last year and if that bet came around for this next season i probably wouldn't bet on them again um pretty damn they they were a good team last season i think they scored they were really fucking good they were like crazy they were pavel bure era good going back to the dude (laughs) yeah i'm a big fan of the panthers i think they're gonna be still one of the top teams this year sure they i mean they lost a huge hit in huberdo and Uyghur was one of their like top defensive guys and so without them the defensive core looks a little shaky but I still think they're going to be pretty damn good. Yeah. And I think they're very good teams to make it into the playoffs. I don't think that they make a full run at the cup this year, but I think next year, if they put together more on that defense, you really see that for them. I mean, they still have, I'm a huge Aaron Eckblad fan. Also. Oh yeah. He's, he's a local, yeah. a local mm-hmm. Windsor boy. I mean, he's really impressive. I think back on the D they have a lot of other good guys, you know, Gudas and Carlson as well. And I mean, and I anything like can happen. Like anything can happen. Next year. The only real big people that they're going to lose are Gudas, obviously Mark Stahl legend. Yeah. Spencer Knight's going to need a new deal. And I mean, he's a young defenseman. You could easily use Patrick Cornquist's like $5 million contract if he winds up panning out. I think it's yeah. going to depend on how Bobrovsky and Knight play. Bobrovsky! The blob! Wait, do you, wait, do you guys know that yeah. bit? Yeah. <laughs> You're off the case, Bobrovsky! <laughs> Anyone who knows that bit is my friend. You're in a parasocial relationship now. Welcome home. I don't blame them, honestly, though, to close out this, this Panthers piece. I don't blame them for making a huge splash because they got swept by Tampa and they were probably pretty pissed and rightfully so. And I think Bill yeah. Zito is one of the best GMs in the league. Whoa. Yeah. And that Kachuk deal at like, I think it's 9.5 mil through his entire prime is a steal compared yeah. to Huberdeau's 10.5 mil till he's 38. Yeah. Like that, that one's going to look pretty gross for Calgary. Yeah. Next up yeah. on our list is Tampa, Tampa Ugh. Bay, Tampon I'm Bay. sick of talking about them. <laughs> yeah, they're. I'm. Very I am bored of this sick. Team. Fine. I, I heard Steve Steve to. Dangle compared them to like the '90s and 2000s Wings, and I threw up. I won't lie Steve. to you. It was, it was terrible. No. <laughs> they added Ian Cole and Vlad Nemestikov, and they lost Rip. Ryan McDonough, Jan Ruda, and Andre Palat. They took a pretty big hit too. I mean, they lost one of their I best defensemen. I don't know. I think McDonough's been great for them. Yeah, I think that they definitely got worse on paper. And Palat was like their 
like most underrated forward. I mean, he came to life in the playoffs. He, like he was one of those guys who would just go off when like it mattered the most. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they have still like don't underestimate how stacked their fucking team oh, is. Yeah. Absolutely. No, yeah. Absolutely. Like they not have at all am I saying so that. okay, okay. That team is ridiculous. And they signed all of their like younger core to a bunch of like eight to eight year deals, six year deals. So they're gonna be oh, good yeah. forever and it's gonna make us really angry. <laughs> I was gonna say dogs. it's almost like they had someone pulling the strings. <laughs> to put together just this absolutely stacked team of hockey players with tons of depth and they somehow have become successful from that can you imagine like a guy like that running the wings like what he could do wow that'd be pretty crazy right that would be nuts so they're gonna be pretty gassed this season i think even with all of their depth good gas or bad gas like tired like uh, you know, like playing three, guess. yeah, playing three cup finals in a row is going to burn you out, especially in playing against teams like Colorado, which are just mm-hmm. a buzzsaw. I don't Colorado. think they're going to drop too far. Fuck Colorado. Fuck Colorado, especially. No, fuck Chicago first and foremost. Then no, uh, <laughs> I feel. Wait, you'd rather you'd rather say fuck Chicago over fuck Colorado? Well, Colorado is like thirty years removed from the big rivalry. Not even thirty. Like not doesn't like matter. Years from the big it doesn't matter. Now. I, I I say fuck I Chicago say out of like a, a personal like right. yeah. yeah reason, but just like Chicago being a good person, yeah, like morally, like you know as right. rivals, like <laughs> I respect Chicago as rivals, but I hate them still. Like would you know, I it, move to Denver? Yes. Would I move to Chicago? No. Really, I'm the opposite. I'd move to Chicago in a heartbeat, despite no, I hate that. me hating their sports. Oh, Chicago. I mean, both of those cities are great, but I love Chicago. I'd rather be in Colorado than Chicago. Oh, you're, you're an outdoorsy too. guy too. Yeah, that's also true. He has a he has a fucking ponytail. He <laughs> belongs. He belongs in Colorado. You're gonna a see man him in like a ponytail. Yoga. Oh yeah, no. I feel like he'll be like chopping wood. Let's talk about everybody's team. Ever the team that nobody can seem to shut up about. Toronto. Nobody being Leafs fans. Yeah, and and, and media. <laughs> So All right, gained... let's let's talk about the Leafs. I love talking about the Leafs. Aren't they the best? The, oh, God. They gained Matt Murray, Ilya Samsonov, Kelly Arncroft, Nicholas Obkubel, and Victor Bite, and Jordy Ben. And Jordy out, Ben. They lost Ilya Lubushkin, Jack Campbell, Colin Blackwell, Ilya Mikhaev, Peter Morazic, and Andre Kasha. I, this is, I'm going to make this about myself. I love Peter Morazic. I loved past tense Peter Mrazek when he was on the wings. Me too. He he hurt my heart a little bit when he got traded. He's like and just now he... the right level of crazy. Oh, that's why I started liking him. Do you remember, I don't know yeah. if y'all watched the World Juniors, but like when he played, that's when I started liking him because he would do all these crazy like goalie sellies and I was like, yep, that's uh that's my new dude. You're a mm-hmm. you're a recovering goalie, aren't you? I'm <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I am. Maddie runs a goalie help hotline program. <laughs> Except nobody actually helps each other. It's just everybody enabling each other to be more and more psychotic. So the posts that you're talking to, are they in the room with us right now? <laughs> What in the hell is Toronto thinking? Like this is this is one of the dumbest off seasons that a team that should be trying to contend has ever done. Yeah. Their offense is still pretty damn good. They've still got their core four for, mm-hmm. you know, a while. 
but their goaltending took just a terrible hit. Matt Murray has looked like dog shit for the last three years. Mm-hmm. Ilya Samsonov lost the starting job multiple times last season for Washington. If Matt Murray can't, it can put it together, it might be okay for them. But if he gets hurt or if he just continues to go on the trajectory he's in, it's just going to keep getting worse. Yeah. I think that Toronto can make the playoffs just based off of their offense. Definitely. But I think they lose again in a sweep. But they're going to get <laughs> knocked out in the first round, as they exactly. always do. Yeah. I would bet any amount of money, and I almost did it last season, that they do, if they make the playoffs, get knocked out in the first round. Because it's just some things in life, you know, they say death, taxes, and Toronto getting kicked <laughs> out of the playoffs in the first round. That's is just it, how it works. Is it wrong to feel like an immense sense of like satisfaction? Like there's no. a cosmic no. higher power? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I think honestly, the most exciting part about Toronto's season this year is as a Wings fan, watching the roller coaster their fan base goes through. Oh, yeah. The most delusional well, people. To mm-hmm. be fair, I know and hang out with Leafs fans. Don't judge me for that. But I was also at the games at the LCA last season. And I don't want to talk about it any further than that. But oh god, that was a rough game. Several games playing like, Toronto is so embarrassing. I cannot stand the fan base. Like I don't mind the team. The team's whatever. But the fan base mm-hmm. and the media that follows them is what makes me hate them. Because this uh, fan base yeah. has sent like death threats to James Reimer's pregnant wife. Yeah. Yeah, they, like, you, gotta be, you gotta be they're a just passionate. scumbag to send a death yeah, to a me when I'm like, I'm so what passionate what is wrong with you I'm so passionate that I told Phil Kessel that I hope the cancer kills him like dude wait Phil Kessel had cancer he had testicular cancer yeah, yeah. what yeah he yeah. won I think the Masterton when he came back that's what I, I didn't mean know that is their fans and like like Jake Gardner I think he's okay but Jake now. every single fan base and if you think about it Toronto probably has if not the biggest fan base but like just think about their like the Leafs impact in the whole country of Canada and the province of Ontario every fan base gonna have fucking scumbags like yeah oh yeah the problem that I have is that like they just seem to have a higher concentration of them because their fan base is so reactionary yeah I think it's I don't know I mean as an original 16 they're gonna have a lot of fans but yeah it's like i don't know you never hear like rangers fans sending death threats to players yes you do you You just aren't new yorkers are fucking insane i mean yeah they're new yorkers but you're like legally required to fail every psych exam if you live in new york that's also interesting interesting toronto i think is still going to be a playoff team i think they're going to hate matt murray Mm -hmm. why or they're going to they're, because he's going to not play quite to his level that he's yeah. back in, you know, I, I can't wait for their fans to start calling for his head around December and then, like, setting up, uh, him up on, like, a pedestal by, like, end of season and then for him to just completely destroy all of their happiness and all of their emotions. Yeah. Y'all I are haters. I, I, I don't even... I'm I mean, even, I knew Jake like, was I a liked, hater. Like, I liked Matt Murray when he first came into the league. He was a great goaltender. He's prospect, amazing for Pittsburgh. But the last few years, he's just not been good. And I, I don't know if you can attribute that to, like, lightly. playing with Ottawa or if you can attribute that to, like... Oh, yeah. Did you see those pictures of how he's digressed? Oh, my God. The ones where he looks like, <laughs> like a Red Dead Redemption character yes. or, like... I don't get the reference, but I'm sure it's funny. He looks like he's got... What's it called? What's the tuberculosis? Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. 
Jacob. Like, no, he <laughs> tell does. me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Look at that photo and be like, <laughs> oh yeah, this looks like a well-adjusted 26-year-old man or 28-year-old man. Dude, he looks Maybe like he's going dying. At what the if age he actually does have TB? How would you feel? I would oh, feel, I feel like, awful. how the hell can he play as an NHL goaltender? First off, second, yeah. I'd feel terrible for him. Let's but also, Mays, he's playing NHL hockey with TB. All right, all right, all right. Tom, you want to read one? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's go with honestly one of my kind of sneaky picks. I think this sneaky year. nut. Do you guys know what that is? What's a sneaky nut? What's a sneaky nut? So I found this out when I was in high school. Apparently, just dudes, they think it's really funny if you're taking a group picture to have one testicle out of their pants. And nobody notices until later. And then that's called sneaky nut. Like some dude just has his... Yeah, some guy just has his one ball out. And like it could be like a formal picture and nobody notices. That's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what <laughs> if you are hearing this and you go to open don't cut it out <laughs> and i see you <laughs> with a sneaky nut if i had nuts i would do it that's so funny <laughs> what about a sneaky no. you can't sneaky tit someone like i mean you you could try no you can't Nipple. as soon as somebody sees you touching your tit they're like what's going on like what what do you got going on over there if somebody's sneaky playing with Gucci. their nuts, <laughs> sneaky lip. <laughs> I think that's more just because like guys can get away with so much more, just in society. But all right, feminist. But <laughs> Boy, also, like, I'm six foot tall. A and guy I can walk around and just like adjust his nuts throughout the day, and no girl can just like adjust her tits throughout the I'm day. Wrong. Without wrong, you've never without, been like, wrong. I'm, you've never been without to a gas people station. just like. Staring. Never been down like, <laughs> You got the down river. Where like you go in and there's the old lady who pulls the money, sweaty dollar bill out of her boob to pay for something. Oh yeah. I can't wait for the day where I can like do activities with my tits. Like they're saggy enough that I could like swing it around like a rally towel. Some, like, helicopter shit. <laughs> yeah. Use them to like knock someone out. You hit wait, them hard enough. If I'm old enough and my tits sag enough. I could sneaky tit at a game when everybody's doing the rally towels. I just <laughs> grab a titty and I start swinging it around. Nobody would notice. It would be honestly. T- my tits had, aren't big enough for that. I got super, I got like saggy titties. It'd be really funny to like swing them over your shoulder and just have them like- easily. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and if anybody asks questions, you go. My eyes are up here. My eyes are up here. Thank you. Yeah, that would be really fun. Like, if I just have my titties out. My eyes are up here, you fucking asshole. <laughs> you pervert. You, oh my god. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? We were talking about the division, weren't yes. we? Yes. <laughs> let's talk about... No. Let's talk about Ottawa, because I Ugh. think they had the most fun... They're so boring to me. I See, and I think they had a really fun offseason. They got... They, yeah, good they for them. They had a really fun offseason. They're so boring. But, Yeah. <laughs> They like, got, they're, they're I guess we have to talk about everyone's them. pay for like winning so, for actually doing something this year. They Not got mine. Like, they got Alex Debrinkit, Claude Giroux, and Cam Talbot, and they lost Connor Brown oh, and geez. Matt Murray. I think they're one of the most improved teams in the athletic or in the Atlantic Division. I don't think they're the most improved. We will get to that soon, friends. They have a bona fide 40 goal scorer, a 60 plus point winger with Giroux, and then a starting netminder that they can use if they need to. 
I don't think they're going to win the division. I don't think they're going to be like that good. Honestly, I kind of think that Detroit's still going to be better than them in the standings. That's just my hot Shocking. take. Mm-hmm. But that's not a hot take. I mean, you people, thinking, dude, you thinking that our team that we literally have a podcast about is is going to be the best in the division? Is no, I don't take. think our team is going to be the best in the division. Oh, oh, I, I think that I think that saying. Ottawa is not going to oh. be as good as Detroit. Wait, who's your pick? Probably. Yeah, who would be your pick to win the division? Oh yeah, honestly, we may. Well oh yeah, bud. We oh for sure. Oh I for sure. Think probably Florida. Eh, if, okay, uh, okay. If they can get like Phil Kessel. No, he's Ooh. going to Detroit. That's right. If he doesn't go to Detroit, if he doesn't go to Detroit, I am totally cool with Phil Kessel going to Florida. I've been told that they're really good. I who? think they could win at Florida. Yeah, I just told you mm-hmm. that. I know. That's why I said <laughs> sources tell me. <laughs> Some sources tell me. What do you what do you guys think? What do you who do you guys see winning the division? Yeah, I see Florida. I like Florida again this year. I don't want to say Tampa though. Yeah. Fuck I, Tampa. Like, I, I don't want to say Tampa. I can see them winning it. I can also see them falling at also, the end of the season. Douchiest nickname of all time is Champa Bay. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish I I never learned that. I did I've never heard that before. Oh, I wish... yeah, yeah, I saw it all over the Tom Brady shit when they won the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, actually, when I was down there, if you it's... think about it, like if I was a Tampa fan, I'd probably be saying that shit. Oh yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean I'd be insufferable if you were a lightning fan, yeah. I hope that thing. we never cheat because Cheatroid would kind of work. Oh, it would. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Well Well, I mean our manager for the Tigers did manage the Houston Astros. In we don't talk about that. AJ so. Hinch is elite. He is elite. I think this is really cute, actually. A couple of Ottawa fans have tried to manufacture a beef with Wings fans. What? I, yeah, I know. Why? They were like, oh, they're as crazy as Habs what fans. Bubble? Oh, that there was no. one tweet, Jake. To me, you get so hung up on like one tweet. You're like Ottawa fans, and it's just like one fucking. But there's like a bunch of people like in the replies that are like, oh, yeah, I agree. Because it's like a hot girl who says, and they're like, oh, I'm definitely not trying to hit, but I agree. Definitely not. Also, I'm six foot tall and I have tattoos. Tell them I'm single. (laughs) (laughs) But like, Ottawa's going to be better. And if you guys are noticing a theme, a lot of the good teams got got worse and a lot of the worst teams got better. So there's a lot more parity in this division, which I think is good. But Mm -hmm. also I think it's bad because... We are fans of the Detroit Red Wings. This offseason, we got Andrew Kopp, Ville Husso, David Perron, Dominic Kubelik, Ben Chirot, and Mark Pissick. And we lost Danny DeKaiser, Mark Stahl, Sam Gagne, Thomas Grice, Kelvin Pickard, and Mitchell Stevens. I think the Wings got better at every single level. And if anybody they disagrees, did. I'm just going to point and gesture vaguely at that. I mean, yeah, you can't really disagree Listen, like li- we lost to Kaiser, which everybody like celebrated. Know, I feel yeah. like addition by subtraction. Grice is gone. <laughs> yeah, I personally much. was super happy about that. And Me then like too. I didn't give a shit about Stevens. I didn't like Picard. I didn't perform a bond strong enough to. And I mean, I'm a little sad about g- gags and stall, but mm-hmm. besides Ugh. that, I mean, we got Cop, Huso, Peron, Kubalik. Sharat and Pizik, but like, yeah, I think it's so obvious that we've improved in every way. So it's hard to argue with that. 
My yeah. biggest question this season is how the rookies are going to do, you know, Sider and Raymond are going to do in their sophomore season because, mm-hmm. you know, Larkin kind of struggled with his. Right. And yeah. I also wonder, like, with all of the depth that we now have, what's going to happen with Jonathan Berggren or Simon Edmondson. There are obviously totally. places for them on the roster, but, you know, the question remains how much of an impact they're going to be able to have. I mean, yeah. I can only see them improving. I don't think if you look at the team that Larkin was on in his sophomore season versus oh, yeah. the team that we have today, <laughs> it's like it's night, night and day. Also something else that Cider talked about on the podcast was like something that really pushed him to be a better player was having really good guys next to him and also the competition that he has with Raymond. So like they asked him about what it was like to win the Calder. And he said, basically he was just competing against Lucas and that made it, (laughs) that made it really fun for him and it pushed him to want to play better. So I think the fact that we have so much stacked young talent, will just want, it'll be all of them kind of playing against themselves and also wanting to better their fellow buds, you know? So I think that they're going to be even better. And I, again, going back to my sports betting problem, I would like to bet that Cider will be at least a Norris finalist. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's a spicy take. I don't that's know my take. That's, I don't know if that's too spicy, though. <laughs> I don't think it's too sp- I yeah. mean, obviously, I don't. It's my own take. But, <laughs> like, I want to agree with you. I really do. The problem is a lot of these voters are going to be looking at Kale McCarr again, Adam mm. Fox, yeah. Let him look, Victor baby. Hedman. Let him look. Yeah. I think that he's going to get a couple Norris votes. That's that's my take. I think Moritz Sider will sneaky nut, and now you have to leave that in, Tom, <laughs> will sneaky nut Kale McCarr and put his dick and balls on the table. <laughs> <laughs> so, Honestly, yeah. This is my hot take is that I think Kale McCarr is pretty overrated. I think he's an amazing defenseman, I mean, top three yeah. in the league right now, but he's not very good defensively compared <laughs> to like Victor. I Edmund. think he's got Brett Burns syndrome. He's extremely good uh, offensively. Um, you look like Brett Burns. Kind of. Oh my God, he kind of does. <laughs> I forgot about Brett Burns, but now that we brought him up, Tom. He is one of my favorite players. Because you, you see yourself in him. Yeah, I, no. I could really use a Burnsy jersey. No, you need to get more Wings jerseys. Oh, I can't be I buying do. other. You have a I... fucking Calgary jersey, which people were not happy about. Okay, my mom got me that jersey. I don't care. She was in Canada. I don't so. care. Speaking of jerseys, did you guys see the cursed Packers jersey that had Iserman on it? I just, yeah, yeah, I hate it. Cursed. It's the worst. It's the worst thing that I could ever imagine. Again. Just gonna gonna have a, a little off rail tension here, but there are a few things in the world which I hate more than the Packers, <laughs> and there are a few things in the world which I love more than Steve Eiserman. So combining the two makes me very uncomfy, and I hate it. And whoever did that can go fuck themselves. I gotta say, Aaron Rodgers is like the lamest, the worst. Dude. He's, He's so... the worst dude. Yeah, terrible. You're, you know the like, you know the, like tattoo that he got and how everybody's like yes. oh wow that's so trippy all i could think about was like those girls that really got into spirituality in college <laughs> had like the big tapestries and like yeah crystals. that's exactly what yeah. it is <laughs> yeah yeah that's the phase that aaron Rodgers is kind of going through right now <laughs> it's not a phase tom it's a it's lifestyle <laughs> okay it's mom. A- he's manifesting 
He's <laughs> manifesting what? Yeah, Five. That... Manifesting not choking in the first round. Fuck the Packers. <laughs> Fuck Aaron Rodgers. I will die on this hill. I am so passionate. Usually I'm like, no, I don't want to say I hate him, but like I hate the Packers. That's it. I don't it. blame you. I, I don't like teams that become like a league's good little boy, you know, where they get a lot of unfair like treatment, like special treatment, basically. Like, do you guys remember the, I think it was Trey Flowers when he grabbed Rodgers like, oh, near yeah. the chest and they mm-hmm. called it a face mask? Like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. I'm disgusted. All right. Buffalo. Too much football. Buffalo got Craig Anderson, Not Owen enough. Power, Eric Comrie, and Ilya Labushkin, and they lost Colin Miller and Mark Bissick. And Honestly, you know what? who fucking cares? That's how I feel. <laughs> Honestly, even with all of those additions, <laughs> I don't think anything's going to change for them. Yeah, They're that's, so sad. That's They're the weird sad. thing. It's like Heels they could actually be a good team, but they'll probably still fuck it all up. I, I really do feel for them. They're kind of like yeah. the Lions yeah. of They're the totally NHL. like the Lions. They're just just like perpetual state of misery, indifferent owners. Yeah. Like a management that's really trying their best, but they just they get overridden a lot. I like Owen Power. I think he's gonna be good. And I like yeah. Jack Quinn, but Owen Power is a first overall pick, and you can't really yeah. screw those up. Yeah, you can't. Unless can. you're Edmonton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple times. So Multiple chances. I don't think they're gonna make Multiple the playoffs. I think they're gonna be probably the second worst team in the division. They might surprise me. You know, if Jack Quinn comes up and he winds up like going off, that could be good. But I don't really see them doing all much of anything. Speaking of teams that aren't doing much of anything, Montreal gained. Uh, yeah. Another basement team. <laughs> Montreal gained Kirby Doc, Yurash Slavkovsky, Evgeny Dodonov, Mike Matheson, Rem Pitlick, and Mitchell Stevens. And they lost Jeff Petrie, Alex Romanov, Cedric Paquette, and Ryan Poling. The only thing I can reply to, my only comment on this is LOL. Yeah. I like, think we have notes like... for all the teams. Then Jake goes, my only comment is LOL. But honestly, true. But now, honest, okay, actually, though, now that I'm looking at the moves that they made on paper, I think they did a little bit better than I realized. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they got like just slightly bit better than what yeah. they were last year. But right, right, right. it's more based off of the potential that Europe Slikowski has, Kirby Doc, and some of their other guys, and then the young players. You know who Kirby so, Doc reminds me of? Who? Philip Zadina. Yeah. Oh. This is. Can't we go one episode without talking about Absolutely Zadina? not. <laughs> <laughs> This is the only reason why Jake wanted to start the podcast, he, but just so he could talk about it. So I can flip flop my opinion on Zadina every episode. So, like, one, I'm like, oh my God, he's so great. He's amazing. Then the other one, I'm like, bust, bust, terrible. Yep. This episode, I think Kirby Doc's fresh start is going to determine whether he's a good player or not. I'm not optimistic mm. about it because he yeah. really hasn't wowed me in Chicago. Dodonov should be pretty decent. I think they could flip him for something during the deadline. They can fix him. Yeah. They can. He he doesn't even need to be fixed. He's just a byproduct of Vegas getting to you know playing playing the real NHL like NHL twenty two. Hockey is a business. What are you talking about? The Mike Matheson trade is really dumb. I like Jeff Petrie more, and Mike Matheson is the like a worse version of him with yeah. a longer contract. So I don't know. I think they're gonna they're gonna be bad again. They weren't yeah. bad last season. They were comically awful like really like literally the worst team Wait. i think behind arizona what? 
No, Hold they on. were. It was embarrassing how bad they were. No, the, yeah, okay, them and fifty-seven points. Oh yeah, they had fifty-five. Oh shit, yeah, they were the worst. Cole I didn't Caulfield realize they were that bad. Was like a lock for the Calder, you know, before the season Holy starts, crap. and he regressed yeah. so far back that Fuck he turned that into guy. a fetus. In conclusion with this division, I think there's more parity. I think the best teams got worse and the worst teams got better. It's going to be one of the seasons that we've ever seen. But it's going to be exciting. I think it's going to be fun to watch the Wings. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be fun to watch the Wings. It's going to be a roller coaster of a season, though, in the Atlantic. Yeah, I'm probably going to want to kill myself. <laughs> but, like, in a good way. It's going to be really interesting. We're going to play the I want to die scale. <laughs> yeah, every every episode I'll check in and let you guys know how I'm feeling. Yeah. I think this division's a lot closer than what people give it credit for, but it's going to be a interesting season to watch. A lot of the teams that we're used to seeing in the top of the division may fall back, and some of those teams that we're used to seeing in the bottom may move up into the playoffs. But who knows? It's going to be fun. What team do you think is the most likely to upset, and what team do you think is the most likely to just collapse in the funniest way possible? Hmm. I like that question, Jake. Toronto, I like to collapse. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if they can't fix I, that goalie problem, they're we didn't yeah. talk. We didn't talk about the Bruins, by the way. I just realized. Oh shit, we didn't. They got another idiot. team that. Yeah, another team that. Okay, we can skip them. I'm. I'm not mad about that. <laughs> Basically, yeah. in in short, they got old. They still haven't re-signed Bergeron or Krejci, and they're. It's going to depend on how good McAvoy and Jeremy Swayman are. The end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Glad that we uh, covered that. I would love to also see... Well, now that I know how bad that Montreal... Well, I guess I knew and I forgot, but now that I re-remember that Montreal was so shitty, can't even what? wish for their downfall. Uh, yeah. I also would love to hilariously see like Tampa fall apart. Yeah. I'm yeah, sick of them. I'm so fucking bored. sick of them. So yeah, if like Vasilevsky gets injured, what do they do? They've got Curtis McElhenney. I don't even know. I don't. I don't know who their backup is. Brian Elliott. Not good. Uh, who knows? Anyway, right. doesn't matter. For a sneaky team, sneaky nut. <laughs> I I feel like you can't really say Ottawa because I feel like a lot of people within hockey are kind of picking Ottawa to be that sneaky team. I like the. I oh Brian Elliott is on Tampa. I really do like Detroit to kind of sneak into a spot. No yeah. shit, Tom. <laughs> you know it'd be really amazing if really like, the Wings that. won the Stanley Cup. Right? You know how cool that would be. Like unpopular opinion. <laughs> I mean, like it's an obvious that like I would want Detroit to be a sneak sneaky team into the playoffs, but. I don't want I, us to be a sneaky team into the playoffs. I want us to fucking crush. You want to? You want to just plop it on the table like? Yeah, always all, dick balls and all, not no everything. Nut. You and want gooch. the whole thing, all and of it. Gooch. Get the taint up in there. The taint is on the table. <laughs> yeah, that's I my think, style. I agree that's my exact guys. style, Jake. If there's start <laughs> table, if there's any team that could make a push, I think it's going to be. It's going to de- depend on how good Boston is. If Boston sucks, then you forgot about Boston. I literally, that's how old they are now. They, yeah. I, I forgot. I literally did not know they exist. I was like, "Oh shit!" Taylor Hall plays for them. So, oh really? Yeah, yeah. So I've got we've got a really fun sub segment to cover here because the Wings have been linked to another player again, just like they've been linked to every other player that's good 
in this instance, a guy who writes for Boston Hockey Now and the editor-in-chief for Montreal Hockey Now, so I don't know how he got this information, tweeted out, I wouldn't sleep on Stevie Y trying to help Lou Lamarillo's cap situation and in the process acquire Matt Barzal. Lou signs Nazem Kadri and can still be in the win-now mode and moves Matt Barzal and addresses his future. As far as Matt Barzal goes, he's a 25-year-old who's been stuck playing on a defense-first roster with some awful line mates. Like, he had Cal Clutterbuck on his wing. Mm-hmm. Ever since his rookie year where he scored 85 points in 82 games, he has regressed and continued to get put out decent, if not, you know, bad seasons. Do you guys like him? Do you want him? I yes. feel bad for Barzal playing on the Islanders, but it's not enough for me to feel bad that like I want him to play on Detroit. Like, you don't like him? I I like Barzal. I really do. I hope I hope he gets out of New York. I don't. It's don't just we because all? it's we because wish of that. that <laughs> it's because of that regression that he's had. That like. It was his potential screwed up by New York? I maybe he's just in a funk. He kind of reminds me of like every Long Islander I've ever met. <laughs> he's kind of got like the flared nostrils, the eyes that aren't really quite there. Like he looks like what any does that moment. mean? What does, does that mean? Flared Jane? nostrils? No, no, like, the second part, hon. Oh, like his eye. Like you ever see like that picture of Michael Rasmussen where it looks like he's about to snap? Like that's all Matt That's how he always looks. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of got he's got the Rasmussen eyes. And combine that with the whole Long Islander, you know, mentality. I wouldn't want to be alone in a room with him. I'm just kidding. Um, That's terrifying. I don't really mind him. He's like fine. It just depends on what you'd give up in return. I think he'd be a good second line center, but also you could address those problems within. And I think the trade for Barzal would be too expensive for Detroit to try to make that. Let's say Lou Lamarillo goes, give me Tyler Bertuzzi one for one. Do you do it? No. No. Yeah, I don't think I would either at this point. I think Bertuzzi brings too much to that line in the form of like grit and like actual But Matt Barzal tracking. is vaccinated. Yeah, that that's a good point cuz how yeah. could Bertuzzi go there if Yeah. Like <laughs> seriously, could we what would happen? I don't know what the rules are, but like what are the rules for Bertuzzi playing on on a Canadian team? Would they even consider him? I don't know. I don't I don't even know if the NHL has released like vaccination rules anymore because that's like oh, right. yeah, pretty that was a very important early. for our team this next season. Right. Okay, I have a fun question. And I know this Thank is gonna God. make our episode a little long. I've been yeah, waiting I'll for a fun question. You have to sign before. an athlete, a non NHL athlete to play Shaq, on Shaq, the wings for Shaq, a year. Shaq. <laughs> Shaq in his prime or Shaq right now? <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> I would sign JJ Watt because oh, love he that. played hockey a lot. And he's just a tank. And he's a tank. Dude, he, can mm. you imagine him just mowing people down? I would, but could I would you imagine that. Shaq on skates? <laughs> also, that would be hilarious. Can you imagine Charles Barkley on skates? Dude. Imagine the size Chuck, of those I would want, I want. I would want Chuck just for, like, the chirps that are going on from the bench. That's it. Oh, y'all call Charles Barkley Chuck? You know him like that? Do you ever watch ESPN? They all call no, him Chuck. No, never. Yeah. What is that, Jake? I don't know. It's a place where they hate women. Oh, speaking of hating women, oh, didn't you get like... Yes. Yeah, do you want to talk about that or no? 
All right. Yeah, I tweeted yesterday, actually. It's not the first instance. And as Jake alluded to earlier, I used to play hockey. Uh, I used to be a piece of shit. <laughs> I just, uh, you, don't, you don't think people can change. <laughs> anyway, piranis. I don't know if they are throughout the country, but piranis hockey world. Every time I've gone in there, they're misogynistic to me. And I tweeted at them yesterday. I went there because one of my buddies works for CCM and he came in from like Minnesota. I'm going to give him a shout out, actually. Shout out to my dog, Brennan, at CCM, who hooked your girl up with some free stuff. We love you, Brennan. If you ever want to come onto the podcast and give everyone CCM shit. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be cool. I'm always down. I am a big fan of free things. So we stand Brennan. We hate piranhas. Like the okay, so the first time that I went to Piranis, and I when I moved back from Germany and I was in Michigan, they're like, "Do you have an account with us?" And I was like, "No." And they're like, "Okay, well, if you ever like want to bring your boyfriend in, or if you have any friends who would want to use it," and I was like, "I want to use it." Like, (laughs) yeah, like Like, they just it's so stupid because we live in Michigan. It's not like. You know, in Florida, it was one thing. But in Michigan, there's so many girls who play hockey. It's just mm-hmm. so silly. And then when I was in there yesterday, they're having like a huge sale. I went to the location in Livonia and it's just like a bunch of old white dudes. And they always like brush me off or like they don't take me seriously because I'm a woman. And they never give me the time of day when like you can see that they're helping other people. And it's just like, Fuck you guys. I love pure hockey, though. The people there are always cool. So that's all I'm going to say. Pure they hockey like, rocks. They, they, you know sucks. they actually just replied to me just now and they said, Maddie is being really emotional. She needs to calm down, <laughs> sweetheart. <laughs> no, they, they tweeted, Maddie must be on her period. Yeah, it all must be that time of the month. <laughs> They're like, why are you so upset? You dumb bitch. You're getting emotional. <laughs> You always do this. <laughs> anyway, that's our last bit on the, the Gaslight podcast. Yes. As far as announcements go, the Red Kelly puck giveaway will be ending next week. So if you have not retweeted the tweet you or suck. subscribed to us at email You're at 313hockeypod at gmail.com with your proof of subscription, you could win an autographed Red Kelly puck. And that would be pretty cool if you did. If you haven't that done would that, be cool. do it. We love every single person that listens to us. Also, we're dating everybody that's listening to us. So True. Uh, we Especially love you. Especially the six foot tall, the six feet tall man with tattoos. All right. From our side of the rink to yours. Thank you all for listening. We love you. And we can't wait to talk to you again soon. Bye.